This is Charles Benz, Doctor of Nutrition, your host for Healing Trends with Dr. Benz. And uh, today's program is going to be entitled Stress and Its Relationship to Shingles. Today I'm honored to have a guest in the program, uh, John Barson, who is the editor and researcher of Total Health Magazine. I've been working with John for over 15 years now. If you go on to his site on the internet, uh, Total Health Magazine, you'll see probably 30 or 40 or even 50 of my articles on there. Um, and we started even before that when there was still a print edition to the magazine. So John, how are you today? And welcome on the program. And thanks for popping in to be the first guest on our show after a year of doing it through Opry Mast. And I as co-hosts and... Uh, you're, you're a very welcome guest on the show. We haven't done this at, at this angle before. You've always been the perpetrator of the, of the interview. <laughs> now you're on the other side of it a bit. But welcome to the show. Yes, it's, uh, the shoe is now on the other foot, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I hope you'll play I'm, a little bit of both. I'm at your mercy. <laughs> I, I hope you'll play your researcher role, and I hope you'll play your broadcaster interviewer role, too, because I know you're pretty good at... Uh, getting questions going and so I just wanted to start by saying how have you known about the connection between stress and shingles for a long time have you had any personal experience with it and what's your what's your take on it well yes and no um, I'm in that age group where they recommend the shingles vaccine uh, I'm over 50 um, in fact I'm over 60 in fact I'm over 65 um, so yeah, <laughs> uh, my brother actually, uh, just a few months ago had a, had a bout of shingles and it was terrible. It was really painful. And, um, I started looking into it and, you know, what can be done and boy, oh boy, you, you go through the uh, social media posts on, on Facebook, on the groups that are talking about shingles and you just really have to feel for people there. There isn't really a lot that can be done and that's why i'm happy that we're going to be talking about it because you're always my go-to person when it comes to uh, researching um, alternative uh, medical interventions what possibly can be done so i'm i'm really interested to talk with you about this well you know i i haven't had it myself either but i've had a number of people who've come to me and they always seem to come to me for the tough situations and um their doctors sometimes don't have any solutions. If they do, they're usually using prescription drugs of some kind. And so I just say to them, look, this is a, uh, this is a problem with your nervous system, basically. And uh, what, it, what happens is that when you get stressed or nervous or anxious, your body kind of eats vitamin B like it's a candy, all right? It just consumes it. And so any that you have in your diet through your nutrition and foods that you uh, usually consume, it eats that vitamin B up like nothing. Uh, and so your body really doesn't have any. And if you have a latent virus of some kind, like shingles or Epstein-Barr uh, or mononucleosis, these are all viruses that kind of stay in your body. Um, we all know, I think many of the practitioners know that chicken pox is one of the things that kind of 
is a precursor to uh, shingles because then you have the chickenpox virus in you and that's the one that kind of triggers the reaction in your body but it, it 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 doesn't always happen that way it sometimes happens that way but this can come about just because your immune system is suppressed you're under stress you're eating your vitamin b's uh because of all the stress you're under you're using too many of them when i say eating i mean you're using too many of them for all the other things that they're needed for and so your nervous system really depends on a high level of vitamin b and so what i say to people is Hey, listen, get yourself a good B complex, take one in the morning, take one in the evening, and see if that does it. If you have a mild case, you'll, you'll probably get over it in a day or two because of that. If you have a rash of some kind, there, there's a product called EmuAid, and you can put the EmuAid on the rash, and that'll help a lot. And of course, with any virus, vitamin C is really, really the thing that pushes it back, if you will. Uh, so it really doesn't matter whether you have viral pneumonia or whether you have Epstein-Barr or shingles. High doses of vitamin C really, really helps to push it back. So that's kind of the, the basic protocol that I, that I tell people. And um, I've had people now on this same protocol as a preventative for months and months and months without having ever having to have the vaccine or ever getting shingles again. So... Does that make sense based on what you know? It does. Uh, I want to ask you about the B. So um, I, I'm sitting here holding my vitamin B1, my thiamine. Um, I'm looking at my, <laughs> my medicine chest here, my ECG, quercetin, vitamin C, vitamin C and quercetin, CoQ10. Um, is it, is, are there are there any uh, contraindications with any of the, the any of the B vitamins? No, not really. Um, the, the secret to B vitamins is that they like to be together. Now, this is really strange because a lot of people say, "Well, my doctor said I should say, take vitamin B twelve, and my my somebody told me I needed to take more vitamin B six because I have carpal tunnel." Yeah, those are all true things, but I can tell you from all the literature that, that these bees are okay by themselves, but they're better when they're with their friends. And so I always tell people who say they want to take more vitamin B or 6 or B12, take your B complex first and take it at the same time okay. that you take the other vitamin B. And so whether it's vitamin D3 or 1 or 6 or 12, if you're taking it, then yes, of course, it will, it will do some good, but will always do better when you have all the other Bs in combination. And so I would say a, B, a good B complex, and sometimes there's what we call a 50 level. That means most of the Bs will have 50 milligrams in it. And then they have what they call a 100 level. And that has most of them will then have 100 milligrams in it. And, and that works great. The problem with B12, and because these B complexes will have B12 in it. B12 doesn't really do well getting through the digestive system. And so we like to say, listen, if you're going to get your B12, you really should put it as a cream on your skin, on the inside of your hands where the skin is thinner, and rub that cream in there and let the B12 get up that way. Or you use a, a, a B that is sort of sublingual because there's also a very thin area 
in the inside of the of the mouth underneath the cheek and the uh, and, and the teeth and the the blood vessels there are very very close to the skin and the sublingual uh, b12 will get into those vessels and get into the body as well you don't want it to go through the digestive system i guess is the key so those are some of the secrets of, of, of B, how to use it, not just for shingles, but anytime you want to have more B in your body, that's how to get it. Right. Well, I, I appreciate that. You know, I want to go back to uh, your opening here, talk a little bit about stress um, and then get more, more into the shingles. Uh, and in researching uh, to have this conversation with you, I mean, I know stress is a, an important uh, or a, has a significant impact on our on our society. But boy, oh boy, uh, 75 to 90 percent of all doctor office visits are for stress related ailments and complaints. 75 to 90 percent. Um, and you say, well, how dangerous is stress? Well, what I'm learning, I mean, this is something I knew intuitively from research I've done over the years, but it's a major, emotional stress is a major contributing factor to the six leading causes of death in the U.S. Cancer, coronary heart disease, accidental injuries, respiratory disorders, cirrhosis of the liver, and suicide, of course, stress. And... Uh, given the circumstances that we find ourselves in with this pandemic, oh my gosh, like this stress, it, it's got to be, it's got to be more rampant than uh, the pandemic, it seems to me. I think we have a pandemic of the stressed, let me put it that way. Yes, yes, I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, you even see it in, on the internet, there's people complaining about depression, well, that's, that's a stress-related illness, anxiety. These are all things that have to do with stress. And, and, and your numbers are really good. I mean, 80% of all chronic illness has a stress-related component to it. So when, when people say, well, I have diabetes or heart disease or cancer or arthritis or whatever it is, yeah, there's, there's toxins that can cause part of it. There's nutritional deficiencies that can cause part of it. But stress is a cofactor in almost every one of these chronic illnesses. And so if you don't treat it, then you know, you're leaving aside one of the most important things in order to get your body into a healing frame. And, and so I tell people, look, one of the tests that doctors don't usually tell you about is not just the B vitamins, which you wanna make sure your homocysteine levels are, are high because homocysteine is the measure of B6 B12 and folic acid. And so homocysteine is kind of a, a marker for inflammation as well. But it's more important than a lot of the others because those three things are, are really methylators. And these methylators, B6, B12, and folic acid, they're the ones that break down amino acids to make neurotransmitters and to make hormones. So if you can't make neurotransmitters and, and hormones, then you're really, you're behind the eight ball. You really can't, you can't do anything about any brain-related illness and, and most of the non-brain-related illnesses either. And so this is really, really crucial. And so cortisol is also another blood test that people need to get to make sure that they're not overly stressed. I mean. There's, everybody's under some kind of stress, but there's good stress and there's bad stress. 
And the good stress is what motivates us and gets us to do some of the things that we wouldn't do otherwise. And it also spurs us into action when we need to have action spurred into uh, the, the, the fight or flight syndrome that was developed years and years ago, a millennium ago, uh, when humans had to survive attacks from animals and, and the Huns coming over from another country to attack them. So you either fought or you, or you ran away. And those kinds of things in the body create all kinds of biochemical reactions uh, you know, you have to have, your liver has to release sugar and cholesterol and a bunch of other things to get your body going. It has to shut down the digestive system so you're not trying to digest food at the same time you're doing something else. It changes your temperature. It, there's all kinds of things that happen under stress. But what you want to do is try to stay on the positive side of it, let it be a motivator, but don't let it become the negative thing that it has happened to so many people. That's where we have chronic stress. And I think that's what you were talking about. That's, all, that's what I'm talking about. But using a human stress models, researchers um, know that psychological stress is correlated with the suppression of cell-mediated immunity which most likely explains why viral infections are much more prevalent during periods of prolonged stress. And what are we under right now? Yes, we're under a lot of that kind of stress. A tremendous period, a tremendous period of prolonged stress. So um, it seems to me that if we can recognize that and the importance of that and start approaching the stress with uh, um, you know, uh, uh, an open kind of a treatment protocol or prevention. Well, it's not so much prevention because people are so stressed. Just look at the job turnover. 40% of job turnovers right. are stress-related. Right. Well, you know, in the article that I wrote on this, uh, there were 25 things that are related to stress. Uh, you know, death of a spouse, getting married, getting divorced, money problems, raising children, difficulties in a relationship. Hello, everybody has these things. And, and difficulties sleeping. And, and so there's all kinds of things that cause it. What you, what you really need to do is figure out when is it happening? Because that's the problem. It's a silent killer. Right. And so you have to find out, uh, let's see, am I chewing my nails? Oh yeah, that could be an indication that I'm under stress. Or am I eating for no reason other than, you know, I feel the impulse to go and have something to eat. Those are, those, that's also a possible stress trigger. And so if you can find out what the things are that might be the early warning signs that you're under stress, then you can start to take action against them a little bit sooner and a little bit more proactively. But I don't know. I know some of the ones that I have that are my triggers. And, and maybe you have, do you have any that, that you recognize as things that are kind of precursors to stress in your life? Yeah, I, I think that uh, one of the most popular ones uh, is the one I guess probably... The heaviness in my chest. I yeah. don't want to get stressed. I can't. It's the breathing, breathing part. Yeah. And, and, I, and I just, all of a sudden I realize I'm hunched over and I'm closed up. I'm like, okay, sit back and start breathing and try and, you know, open up my chest and, and do some, do, do my, do my deep breathing exercise, my Zen or my yoga breathing. Yeah. 
I, I think that's the perfect solution. And, and that was be one of the things that I was going to say to people is that uh, I always tell them they should do meditation, but meditation's not that easy to do right out of the starting block. You kind of have to learn it. But uh, there, I learned my uh, meditation at the Buddhist center. And it was amazing because I thought it was a bunch of hooey, you know, <laughs> meditation, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. and, and so I, I got there and I kind of was going through the, uh, the, the guidelines that the, uh, that the instructor was giving us. And, um, you know, you sit in an upright position, you know, you, 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 you try to keep your back straight and you try to keep your hands in a relaxed position. And then you try to, you know, uh, get a get a get a quiet mind, and the next next thing you know, I uh, she was saying, "Wake up!" And I thought, well, you know, I've only I've only been out thirty seconds. I looked at my watch; it was twenty minutes. Yeah. And I thought, what the heck just happened? And so that's when I learned that there are techniques that you can use to actually clear your mind out of this stuff and, and there's a program called heart math and heart math was really good at this because i actually brought a heart math instructor into some of my workshops that i was doing in one of the communities and uh the idea is they put a they they, they put a the, some markers on you to see what your blood pressure and your pulse is and all the rest of that and then you have three minutes uh, to improve your improve all those things, your blood pressure and your heart rate and your temperature. And if you can do that, they have a picture that's like paint by the numbers. And if you can do that successfully, all the, all the, the right colors will come up and show that you're, you have reduced your pressure, your stress. And once I learned to do that, and I used kind of a technique. One of them was sweeping. I, I, I would sweep until all the things were swept out of my head. And then I would use a, a thermometer and I would kind of lower the temperature of the thermometer. Well, I did that because the instructor was trying to get people to do it and they weren't doing it. And they said, well, let Dr. Benz do it because I was there to observe, right? Because this was the first time right. this person was doing this. And bingo. And it was about a minute and a half in, I heard people, my eyes were closed, and I heard people going, ooh, ah. <laughs> and after three minutes, she said, time's up. And I looked at the picture, it was like 85% done. And so I had mastered it. I had, I had actually physical evidence that I was able to do it. But your idea about deep breathing, that's a fantastic start because Deep breathing will actually bring more oxygen into your brain. It will actually lower your blood pressure. It will actually, it will, it will lower a lot of things that are bad and you'll feel a lot better. And so deep breathing is absolutely one of the first things I tell people to do. It, that seems to be the go-to thing for you. Well, and it's free. Yeah, it's free. <laughs> I, I, and I can do it anywhere I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I tell people about an acupressure thing. There's a spot between the thumb and the first finger, this soft tissue. Yes. And if you press on that very hard, as hard as you can, for about 15 seconds, apparently that's an acupressure point. And you can actually get rid of a headache doing that, as well as reduce stress. And so I've used that a number of times. 
to tell people how to instantaneously during work, you know, when you need to take a break, uh, go somewhere, stretch, deep breathe, uh, press on that little uh, soft spot between the thumb and the and the first finger. Those are th those are techniques that are free, and and you can manage stress that way really well. Uh, I'll have there, to test that. Yeah, I know. It's one of those things that, uh, you know, maybe it's psychological. Maybe it's a placebo effect. We, we don't really know. But we know placebo actually works. It's, it's no, funny. No, but I could actually measure that. I could actually measure And placebo does work. I agree with you. Oh, yeah. You have a heart rate variability unit. Uh, tell people yes, a little bit I about can, that. I'm going to test that as... As soon as we're off the air, I'm going to test that. <laughs> Tell people a few minutes about what that is, because I think that would be a great thing for people to know about. Well, when you asked me if I was interested in talking with you about stress, I'm always interested in talking with you, Charles. We've been talking for darn near close to 20 years. Um, but yeah, so stress is something that, uh, especially my partner, uh, uh, Dr. Vadim uh, Puchichev, I can't, sorry, Vadim, I was butcher his last name. He uh, has been analyzing and uh, developing ways to assess stress for uh, over 25 years with heart rate variability. And he actually developed the first version of the heart math that you were referring to earlier. And along with the heart wizard and other heart rate variability technologies. But I've been working with him because I got very interested in it when I met him back in 2008 and tested myself with that technology and was shocked to learn what I was doing to my body. And um, one of the most important things with heart rate variability is it is a very, 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 and I'm not overstressing this, accurate way to measure and assess your stress levels. And um, given that, like you said, an average of 80% of chronic illnesses are affected by stress. This is something we need to track and we need to be able to treat. And one of the beautiful things about the Body Health Analyzer, which is what I'm talking about right now, is uh, the new app that we're testing. And in fact, I tested it this morning when I got up. It's the, um, it's the deep breathing app, which does yoga breathing, uh, Zen breathing, square breathing, which is what the SEAL teams use, and RSA breathing. Uh, deep breathing being the, the type of breathing that uh, therapists, psychologists, and psychiatrists like to use. Um, Zen breathing and yoga breathing, self-explanatory. And like you said about meditation, um, this is a way to train yourself. Um, it's a breathwork biofeedback training mechanism. So it does what you're talking about, reducing your blood pressure, uh, bringing down temperature, uh, improving the blood, fl the blood flow through the the body brain blood brain barrier um boosting immune system and yeah all the stuff we're talking about with stress and opening ourselves up to uh, other illnesses and viral loads it's this is something important to discuss and understand so as i remember it uh, when i when you look at the uh the uh, and, and people can use this you they, they can either have one that they're going to have a wrist version of it very soon. So they'll yes. have like a, a watch version and they have another version uh, that, that, that can be used. And it gives you like a 24 seven monitor if you want it to be a 24 seven monitor. 
And you can see what the impact on your body is when you take a medication, when you exercise, when you're under stress. So there's lots of, 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 of variable things that you can track. And I think that there's these uh, circle uh, evaluation things where they have colors like green and yellow and red. And so it tells you whether you're in the red zone to start. And then it tells you after you've done your deep breathing or your other things that you do to mediate the, the stress, it then shows you what your score is after you've done it. So you right. get to see an immediate before and after evaluation. Well, that, that was actually one of the things that excited me about, about working with uh, Vadim was that um, he was looking for a way to take this technology that traditionally and typically is in the hands of, of experts, of doctors and, uh, and, and other health professionals who are required in order to translate your results. Right. So um, you go to a doctor with a heart math and, and you do the you go through the process and the testing. And then the doctor explains um, why your parasympathetic nervous system is out of whack and why your autonomic nervous system is drawing too much energy. And and it's, they're going to explain to you what's going on, in the results of your tests. And so what Vadim has been focused on is actually interpreting the data on ourselves so that we can understand it ourselves, that we don't actually need a doctor to see where we're at. And uh, the other as aspect, which is really super important what you brought up is the, is the pre and post testing. So uh, if you're taking a medication or you're taking uh, your, your, you know, a lifestyle choice or a workout or uh, food or supplements, um, there are many measurable characteristics of your physical body that this system can actually test before and after. So it can tell you how your body has reacted specifically to something. Right, right. And um, it's just a pre and post test. So that's what I was referring to earlier when you were talking about the stress, the uh, potential stress reduction with the, with the uh, acupressure. I can literally, uh, with this uh, body health analyzer, I can literally assess the effectiveness of that treatment. Well, uh, and, and tell people a little bit, I mean, I know what the cost is for an individual unit, but I know that there's also a possibility to have uh, six people using the one unit, but also if you're getting into a situation with an employer or with an organization and they buy multiples of these, then you can drive this cost down. But I think people are always curious when, when we introduce a new technology to them that they know, uh, you know, where is it accessible and how much does it cost? Right, well, uh, first of all, there's a lot of science behind heart rate variability. Um, over 50,000 references to studies on PubMed now. And especially the last uh, half dozen years, this the science has exploded on heart rate variability. Um, the uh, technology that we're offering uh, through uh, Binacore and the Body Health Analyzer, one of the key components that, that I was really, really um, focused on was making sure that there was a home version that you could do the whole family. So as opposed to having to go out and buy a device for every member of the family, um, uh, Vadim created a home version so you could actually assess the health of up to six people and store their profiles securely and it's cloud-based and it's, it's all encrypted. It's all encrypted. You own your own data, so nobody gets access to your data without your permission. Uh, 
Um, you can share your data with a doctor remotely. So you do not, the doctor can be in Australia, doesn't matter. Um, you can sign a release so the doctor has access to your monitoring. Um, as you mentioned earlier, there are two devices. Uh, right now, there currently is an FDA approved medical, class two medical finger sensor. It's a uh, um, oximeter, um, like a, it does uh, your pulse, it does your oxygen level, and it has a medical grade sensor that we can use to uh, assess your heart rate variability. And I should, I should point this out to, to our, your listeners. There's a difference between catching your pulse and your heart rate and your heart rate variability. And between the pulses, it's like between the beats, between the sheets, that's where, that's where the work is done. That's where all of these changes, these tiny, tiny, tiny changes in your parasympathetic nervous system, your autonomic nervous system, your vagus nerve, your baroreflex, these are major uh, body organs and systems. They're making these tiny changes on a constant basis, and that's what we're assessing. We're assessing and measuring those and interpreting that data. Um, and it's a massive amount of data. You know what? Well, you just kind of convinced me that we need another program just on this topic because it's, 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 it's such a deep and, 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 and significant topic. It is. I, I, I think what I should do with the time that I have left is, is do a little bit of summary on, on, on stress for people so that they don't feel we left them out in the lurch. Please. And then tell our sponsors thank you for what they They've, uh, they've done for providing the program for us and promise to have you back very soon to talk more in depth about this, uh, this, this heart rate variability product because I think people are going to want to know much more about it. Um, so I just wanted to let people know that there are things that you can do to kind of uh, control your stress a little bit, like reduce your levels of caffeine, uh, sometimes that works two ways. <laughs> Caffeine is one of the things that calms some people down, but in the end, it, it jangles your nerves. And so if you can get into another mode of doing caffeine-free tea or whatever, that's that's going to help you in the long run. Well, that you can't go, you can't go cold turkey I there. Know, so. I know. Uh, one you, thing I, re I recommend to people is switch to, switch to black tea yeah, first. Yeah, So because that's one third of the caffeine yeah, yeah. and then go from black tea yeah. to some kind of green mocha That's tea. really a great, <laughs> that's a great suggestion. Uh, alcohol is the same, uh, you, know, you know, cut down on your refined sugar, uh, avoid tobacco if you can and, uh, you know, eat a healthy diet. I mean, it's really important to eat a healthy diet and get the nutrients you need because your body will always respond better when it has all the food in it. So the Mediterranean diet, for a plant-based diet really is, is the best way to go. And so we, there, there's lots of things that people can do. You know, we want to try to avoid stress if we can. We want to management, manage it if we, if we have to. And there are also other things like music it helps a lot of people over stressful periods, hobbies and exercise and taking time off. So there's lots of really good things and you can, you can Google natural strategies for avoiding and managing stress. And there's lots of good articles out there now. Um, I think there's even some good ones on uh, Total Health Magazine. So uh, yes. those are the things that we kind of want to tell people to do to kind of make sure that you're aware of it, make sure that you're doing what you can to mitigate it and control it initially and then do something to control it and mitigate it on a long-term basis because you don't want to have stress hanging around for too long 
and, and doing all that damage that it can do. Uh, and finally, I'd like to say thanks to our four sponsors who really make the show possible. Uh, DHA Labs, uh, I've been working with them for a long time, and they really are advanced in terms of doing the kinds of testing, both blood and, and urine and genetic, that tries to find chronic illness five to 10 years before it really starts. And that's the magic. That's the magic bullet of all the things that, that we do, especially with DHA Labs, you're then able to measure where you are in terms of your cellular health before disease actually starts because disease starts five or ten years before it actually happens in your cells and that's the test that they they concentrate on the other company that i'd like to what about the vitamin sorry vitamin vitamin d test yes I mean, they, 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 they have every test. They have, they have 600 tests at right. their disposal. And so vitamin D is in a lot of the tests that, uh, that I recommend. And I have six of them that I've developed that are actually used by DHA Great. Labs. Uh, Paddock Pools is another one of our sponsors. And Paddock Pools has a thing called the vacuum extractor. It actually takes the chlorine gas off the surface of the pool so that 95% of those toxins are taken away and you get to breathe much better oxygenated air. And that's really important because when you're exercising, you don't want these toxins being driven into your cells. And so we recommend that people find a pool that has the uh, vacuum extractor on it or if they're in the middle of a project in their community where they need to get a better pool, uh, then this is a, a product they should be looking at. Paddock Pools is in Rock Hill, South Carolina, and you want to talk to Don. Well, Baker. that's a great idea. Yeah, it's a really good company. Uh, I never thought of that, but when you're in pools, you, you yeah, that chlorine smell is right it's there. It's there and it's ever present. And uh, these these are pools that are hundreds of them now across the country that they've used that they've developed it in. So this vacuum extractor is a really great technology. Uh, SunTrust Financial Planning. Uh, they've been my financial planners for about 20 years and they do more than just manage people's wealth they manage their health and so they've been doing newsletters and other programs that I've been promoting for all their members and all their clients for over 20 years and I, I really think that's a very ethical thing to do uh, we're not just there to, to, to make money for our families and to pass it on to other people we're, we're there to be healthy so that we can benefit from all the things in life that, that we should be able to benefit from. So SunTrust Financial Planning, they're located in Sarasota, Florida, but you can, you can access them on the internet and talk to Mark Wolf, the CEO there. And the final one is MPB Health. MPB Health is a medical cost sharing company. And medical cost sharing is kind of a, an alternative to health insurance. Um, health insurance rates have gone up and up and up and medical cost sharing pairs those costs down with getting rid of a lot of the administrative costs, doing a lot of wellness programs, making sure people are as healthy as they can be. By doing all these things, they're able to reduce the premiums by 30 to 50% compared to uh, health insurance. And so this is something that's really good for small independent business people, small groups, small companies, small employers. And so MPB Health, you can go online and you can look at some of the videos that they have. You can call one of their representatives and get more information. And so we recommend you think about them uh, anytime you're thinking about whether you need to make a change in your health insurance. 
So those are our sponsors for today. We thank them very much. We thank John Barson for his participation today. John, as always, it was easy, easy, easy to talk with you about this. <laughs> Thanks, Charles. And I'm looking forward to the next program we do together. Bye for now, everybody.